Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I've got some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view on you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey folks, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, folks, we're going to talk about things that you're not going to hear in your mainstream media, no matter where you live in the world, folks. If you haven't watched John Campbell's latest update, please do straight from the UK Parliament talking about um, the excessive deaths. Uh, great, great informative um, podcast or uh, YouTube video he did. Uh, Dr. John Campbell on YouTube. Guys, go check him out. Oh, my goodness gracious. Does he put the information out there? And he's a doctor, which is amazing because at first he was along with the vaccines thinking, you know, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, uh-oh, SpaghettiO was not so great, was it, guys? Anyway, he is showing the truth out there. And I'm surprised YouTube hasn't shadow banned him or whatever. But, guys, get out there and take a look at his channel uh, you won't regret it. We have more things coming on today. The WEF globalist Yuval Harari hints that Trump will get elected, but then what? Folks, you're going to want to hear this uh, article. It's very important. I want you guys to pay close attention. Very, very close. I'm sorry, <coughs> Trump. <laughs> sorry. Um, you're going to want to pay close attention um, to this article by Leo Homan. You know him and love him. He is our favorite. It's Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go show Leo some love. Um, go show him some love, guys. So, and he's going to break it all down for us today. And there is also a video of, oh, you all, Noah Harari, talking his talk, um, which I won't play, but you guys can go to Leo's um, page and check it out if you guys want to hear him. He makes me want to throw up in my mouth, so I don't really want to hear him uh, any more than I have to. I've already watched the video, eh, you know, but we're going to break it down for you guys today. So, that's going to be the number one article that I wanted to talk to you guys about tonight because um, uh, so much is going on. So much more is going to happen. And could they really use, you know, this whole um, Trump being elected to institute martial law? Ah, uh, we'll see. You know, they got something up their sleeve. <laughs> you know, they do. And yes, folks, I'm a longtime Cowboys fan. Born into the Cowboys fan family. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a really good run. We had to get her up and up until 1995. And then I don't know what happened. I can tell you what happened. Uh, Jerry Jones bought the team and what he did to Landry is unforgivable. And, um, I think that has a lot to do, um, with why they're never going to win again, you know, Hey, and Jimmy Johnson, he's a great coach. Um, I thought he was going to stroke out there, uh, at halftime during the halftime show. I was like, whoa, whoa, Jimmy, calm down, bro. Calm down. It's just a football game. It's just, a, it's just a game. If you guys watch that game. Um, I did muddle all the way through, just hoping against hope that, you know, maybe something would happen, but I didn't. Well, something happened. All right. <laughs> the Cowboys lost as usual. Um, but you always have to have a backup team and backup team lost too, which is the Dolphins. Um, I love the Dolphins ever since Dan Marino was quarterback in for uh, uh, the, uh, the the Dolphins. You know, and I remember old Warren Moon. We had the Texas Oilers. You know, way back when. Anyway, I've been a, I've been a football fan my whole life. Um, it's just in my blood. You know, it's in my blood. But I look around at all these stadiums, jam packed, crammed full of screaming people. Just they have no. They don't. They don't care. They don't care who sees them. They don't care how loud they are. How obnoxious. They don't care what they. They don't care. They are screaming for their team, and then it makes me wonder how many of us would go all out like that to scream and cheer for Jesus. I mean, 
You know what I mean? During worship, I go to a Baptist church. You know, we do the carry the baby, the Mufasa, the, you know, yeah, definitely total um, Baptist church. If, uh, you know, if you're raising your hand, your, your pastor's going to say, can I help you? No, I'm just kidding. Not quite that bad. But I mean, my other Baptist church that I was going to before, we would raise our hands and, you know, praise the Lord. But um, Pastor Randy retired, but then he's at the new new uh, fellowship. It's New Hope Fellowship at River Road. And um, so I haven't quite, you know, I sit in the back row because I'm a backseat Baptist. I know there's some of you backseat Baptists out there listening to this podcast. You know who you are. We we know who we are, right? We, we are the backseat Baptists. <laughs> so maybe uh, I may do a little bit of the Mufasa, you know, but I'm not quite, I'm not quite up there. I'm not cleaning the light bulbs or, you know, that whole, that whole story up there. If you, if you know what I'm talking about, the old comedian, but anywho, let's, uh, let's jump in. Oh, let's jump into some of these articles. So just as you want to remember, guys, it is day 103 of the uh, Israel war. Um, Over 2,600 terror attacks in Judea and Samaria since October the 7th. Uh, U.S. launches new round of airstrikes against the Houthis. So we have that war going on, folks. Um, A lot of stuff happening over there. Please keep Israel in your prayers. Very important. Uh, You know, they... They have not accepted Jesus as their Messiah, so they are still lost, and that's that's heartbreaking. And so we need to pray for them that they would realize that Jesus is their Messiah and would turn right now to him and uh, ask him to save them. Um, so always be in prayer for that because they are, I mean, they are his chosen people. And I don't care who tells you that they're not and who t- whatever they, I don't care. You tell them, read their Bible. I mean, you know, it's pretty plain and simple. Jesus uh, has they have not his God and Jesus have not broken their covenant um, with Israel and so whoever tells you that you need to just tell them say look in 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 all love of course you want to tell them in love like read your Bible <laughs> read your old in your New Testament because even the Apostle Paul um, talked about that so anyway um, off that high horse and back onto the uh, some headlines here so. Let me go on down here. So this is pretty cute. This is pretty cool. Teacher wins settlement after being fired for street preaching, pressured to renounce Christian activity. See, folks, is so, you know, they, they tell us that, you know, um, Christians aren't, we aren't persecuted. Let me tell you, so the more Christians have died in this century, in the last, you know, whatever, than at all, than all of Christianity. And so, um, you know, be, be, be aware of that. And just know that it's coming to here is coming here, uh, is coming to a town near you, to a school near you, um, to a, a neighborhood near you. They will hate you, Jesus said. They would hate us. The world hates us, hates us. It's not gonna love you. <laughs> All these people. I call my wallet to be fat. Whatever, whatever. Listen, honey, uh, this is not the day. You need to be um, stocking up on Bibles on Bible tracts, on books of the end times, on what to tell people to do when we are raptured out of here. That's what we need to be focused on right now. We need to be focused on telling people the gospel of Jesus Christ right now because these are the last of the last days. You know what's on the next what's on the next prophetic timeline? You know what's next? The rapture of the church. That's what's next. And then you have the Ezekiel war and then you have the tribulation and then you have oh folks we are in, we are at the end. Every single sign that Jesus said would be happening in the end times is happening right now. Everything, 
every single thing. You look around the world today, and it is exactly what God said would happen in the end days. Jesus prophesied. They said, tell us, tell us, Jesus, what will, they, what will it look like in the end times? What's it going to look like? <laughs> Folks, turn on your TV, walk out your front door, turn on the radio in your car, and you will see it's happening. We are living in a Romans 1 culture. I say it all the time, Romans 1. If you haven't read Romans 1 in your Bible, please read it. And then you're going to look around the world and say, oh my goodness, especially in the United States. In the United States, we are Romans 1. God has turned us over to a reprobate mind, a depraved mind, to be like an animal. You can't, you can't, you have, you can't reason. That's what that means. I don't know. Hey, Timmy, you want to be Tom? Hey, Tom, you want to be Tammy? Hey, Tammy, you want to be a fish? I want to be a cat. I'm going to marry a tree. What the hell? Folks, let me tell you. It's what's happening. It is what's happening right now. Nobody um, has to even question it. The United States is under judgment. It breaks my heart because we were founded on Christian values, Christian morals, Judeo-Christian values and morals. And... um. Man, we, we are in the cesspool. We're in the miry pit. I read about that a lot. You know, you read about that in the Bible. How many times does it say miry pit? You know, and you always wonder what that is like. I was like, how is that? Miry? Well, now I know the United States is a miry. It's a cesspool of sin. Man, I mean, we are just like Sodom and Gomorrah. And then, uh, you know, because then I read like, you know, it was like the sin was so bad, it was so strange. Like they rose all the way up to heaven and God had to come down to look. Could you imagine what he thinks of the United States? Oh, Lord Jesus, forgive us. Oh, forgive us. You know, but we are in the end days. And like, what is it Peter said in the OKJV version? It says, well, wax worse and worse. Folks, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse until Christ comes back. And in Revelation, I think it's chapter 20 or 17, 20, I think it's chapter 20 where it says Jesus himself, he has to come back to destroy those who are destroying the earth. Folks, I don't know if you believe uh, in geoengineering or not, but there's a whole website, geoengineering, and you go check it out. Um, listen, they have been spraying that stuff in the sky and the air. It's in the soil. It's in the plant. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it. They're spraying the stuff in the skies, the aluminums, all kinds of chemicals are in there. Do you, I mean, honestly think that I, that this isn't happening? People go like, oh, chemtrails, whatever. <laughs> oh, you, you science deniers. What have we just turned into like twelfth? I mean, like like third graders. You science denier disinformation. Oh my god, oh, that's the word that just triggers. Everybody's got those trigger words, you know? That's like a word for me. Like, it just, it's like so idiotic. You know what I mean? But the chemtrails have been going on for a very long time. They have been genetically modifying our food for who knows how long. And who knows if you're eating lab grown meat or not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it could be happening. Unless you buy from your local farmer or rancher, you really don't know what you're eating. Thank God for pie dom meats here in uh, the Texas Panhandle from Nazareth, Allen Birkenfeld. If you're in this area, he actually they actually delivered to like Oklahoma and New Mexico and some other places. So you know, hey, look up pie dom p a i d o m. 
and uh, get you guys some good beef, okay? Or Schulte beef. That's the Schulte's there in Nazareth, Texas. Uh, they have uh, good beef as well. And there's another panhandle store here in Texas. I mean, here in Amarillo, Texas, that has some uh, good stuff as well. So, like always, know where you're getting your uh, beef from, your chicken from. Yes, I know you people that listen to <laughs> Pastor Billy Crone. Chicken, that's some foul meat. <laughs> hey, that's okay. We eat chicken here in Texas too. So anyway, be sure you know where you're getting your food from. Um, if you eat vegetables, uh, you know, you might want to grow some of those yourself, you know. And if you don't know how, I would start now. I wouldn't wait until, you know, you try to figure it out. Because you know what happens at the last minute. You know, like it'd be like to me, I'd wake up tomorrow. There'd be like no internet, no TV, no nothing. Like you can't down your books or EMP hit. Boom. We're like back to the 18, you know, to the little house on the prairie days. And I'm like, oh, how, how do you, how do you, how do you do anything? You know, think about it. Our generation, well, from the 80s and 70s, we kind of know how to do some stuff. But the old kids, you know, past us or older than us, they don't know nothing. No, nothing. No, nothing. My advice to you is to start trying to grow stuff inside now try to you know try to grow things try to do things um for yourself right now before it gets to the point where you're like really have to and then you don't know how kind of like me like uh i can't i have no green thumb i have a black thumb i don't have a green my mama could grow anything i can't grow nothing nothing so i'm gonna try to grow potatoes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try i think you just throw them in the ground and i think they just do their own thing right <laughs> so hopefully i can do some you know potatoes uh, or tomatoes everybody has a lot of tomatoes around here i mean that's great but i don't eat tomatoes i mean i guess i could sell them or something but the point is learn now instead of waiting until you absolutely have to do it or to survive and then you don't know how then you panic you know get books I'm always say get it in print. Uh, you know, you can download everything on your phone, your computer, flash drives. Hey, that's great. But no power, no internet, EMP strikes, wipes everything out. Then what are you gonna do? What are you gonna what are you gonna do? You know? Mm. Paper. Pen and paper, notebook, actual books, not books on tape, and not books on your phone, but an actual book. Paper book. Anyway. Enough of that, guys. Um, if you want to leave stuff for your loved ones or family members or friends or just anybody, um, for if we're taken in the rapture and they are left behind, they're not going to want to do. There's going to be so much deception. Jesus said deception. Be ye not deceived. What did he say that would happen in the end times? Deception. 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 Look around the world today. So much deception. There is AI generated stuff. There's newscasters that are AI that you wouldn't even know that they are AI. Um, there's you remember back in the day when you used to Photoshop pictures and you could pretty much tell it was Photoshop. Now you can't even tell. Now artificial intelligence can make a can make a picture for you, and you can't tell the difference. Okay, I'm just saying. If you go to the uh, what is it um survivalist corner, I think I have that on the on uh, Facebook and YouTube. The picture, the, the thumbnail, that is AI generated. Is that not ludicrous? It is crazy, you guys. Crazy what AI can do. And we're going to talk about that. So anyway, with that, guys, I just wanted to let you know, you can go to Amazon.com, type in my name, Heather O'Daniel, and it's going to pull up my books. Um, if you go to uh, BibleProphecyForToday.com. That is with the number four. BibleProphecyForToday.com. There is a link uh, to the author to my author page uh, on Amazon. 
and there's uh, my the 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 best selling book that I have is After the Rapture: What Comes Next, and of course that's all glory to God. Um, I was super sick with COVID back in 2020 um, when I when I wrote that, and um, I honestly thought I was going to die. I was sick. I thought I was going to die. And I mean, I was like, I just wanted the world to know what would happen when I'm left behind or like if you're left behind, like what's coming upon the world. And so, of course, all glory to God. And um, I just, you know, I wanted a, a, a cheap way um, so people could be able to leave that for loved ones, go straight through the Bible. Um, and that way you can leave that for your loved ones, for anybody Um you know, that way they'll, they'll have a book they can, you know, read quick. It's a quick read, takes you straight through the Bible, and it tells you what's going to happen. It explains what the rapture is, where we've all gone, and of course, you know, the deception that's going to be out there, and what to do and what not to do, and can they still be saved. And so, um, super cheap. There's a lot of great authors um, that have come up with some after that. Uh, uh, Dr. David Jeremiah has one. I think his is called After the Rapture, too. Um, so a lot of great, really good authors and um, really good preachers and people who really know what they're talking about have wrote some really excellent books. And so um, go get them wherever you can. Go and get them. Amir Sarfati, I think, has one, too, um, from Behold Israel. So there's a lot of them. Um, uh, Dr. Mark Hitchcock. And so wherever you can go, just grab as many as you can and just leave them out. Don't don't hide them somewhere. Don't stick them in a closet because you're not going to read them. Leave them out. Leave them out. Because what happens if tonight, say tonight, boom, we're gone. Say, you know, the world wakes up in the morning and, and a billion people are gone. You know, like, whoa. They're going to say, what, 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 what happened? What are we going to do? And they're going to start trying to find ways to figure out what happened? Of course, you know, the news is going to tell them the aliens took us, you know, oh, aliens took us and, uh, oh, their vibration wasn't right and you know, all kinds of garbage that they're going to come up with. Um, but you and I know the truth. We know that Lord Jesus Christ has come and yanked us out of here, snatched us away, harpazoed us, rapturoed us, raptured us um, out of here as he promised. God promised that um, we were not meant for his wrath. And so praise the Lord God for that, for his grace and mercy. Um, so with that, there's one article that I wanted to jump into um, today really quick. Um, tonight I have, um, if you guys are going to be listening later on, um, I, I wish y'all would. It's going to be my, my pastor, Dr. Randy Davis. Um, he is going to be preaching on end time events. And uh, I do not know what he's preaching on tonight or he's teaching. He's teaching on tonight's Wednesday. Um, but it's end times. And we've gone through like all millennialism and we're going to go through a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, you're going to want to listen if you guys want to go um, to my Facebook page, the Bible Prophecy for Today Facebook page. I will be live streaming it, good Lord willing. Um, I pray it works. <laughs> good Lord willing. I got a new camera. Um, and so I'm praying this is going to work. It's a new webcam. The other one cut out on me um, last Wednesday. So pray this one works. Um, it'll be live streamed on the Facebook page. If you guys want to jump on, um, that'd be great. It's gonna be 6 30 central standard time tonight. And then, um, I will be uploaded, uh, to YouTube, our YouTube page, which is of course, you know, um, new, a new hope fellowship at river road there on YouTube. Uh, you guys can check that out there as well. And I'm also going to up, uh, upload it to this podcast. Of course you won't be able to watch it, but I mean, you'll be able to listen to it. So anyway, with that, guys, let's jump to this article. WEF globalist Yuval Noah Harari hints that Trump will get elected, but then what? So this is from Leo Homan. You know him, guys. We love him. Leo. Oh, man. I'm so thankful for all the research that he does. Mm. 
Okay, so a trap is already being laid for Trump and by extension for all of his followers. The World Economic Forum advisory and globalist mouthpiece Yuval Harari has come out with some very interesting comments about Donald Trump. Harari says he believes it is very likely that Trump will be elected in November and that such an occurrence would be the death blow to globalism. So he says, I have said previously that one way the deep state criminals who run the U.S. government could foment violent uh, civil unrest up to and including civil war would be to allow Trump to get quote, elected, but then use the United States military to prevent him from taking office. Now, a mainstream corporate media outlet is opening announcing is openly announcing a plan to hog tie Trump's second attempt at being president is already in motion. Below is an excerpt from an article by Modern Modernity News uh, published Monday, January the 15th of 2024. And I quote, a former State Department official has warned that deep state insiders in elements of the military are planning to derail Trump's presidency should he win the election. On Sunday, NBC News reported that quote, a loose net network of public interest groups and lawmakers, unquote, are planning to use lawfare and other tactics to block Trump from exercising power on day one of his return to the Oval Office. According to the article, these insiders will go all out, quote, to foil any efforts to expand presidential power, unquote, even if Trump has been given a mandate to do so by the American people. And they are increasingly open about their plans. The NBC News article states, and I quote, those taking part in the effort told NBC News they are studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so that they will be ready if he wins in November. That involves preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they'd face if they undermine constitutional norms, unquote. Critics say the plan is part of an effort to have the military override Trump's constitutional authority as president. Mike Benz, executive director for Foundation for Freedom Online and former State Department official, posted a comment to X that states, quote, never forget this tweet for the rest of your life. This is an admitted plan in advance. For the military to no longer observe the military chain of command. This is military-run government. This is a plan to end civilian-run government. Unquote. In another post to X, commentator Michael Malice suggested that the plan was tantamount to quote treason. Unquote. Others agreed that the plot announced. Uh, I'm sorry. Others agreed that the plot amounted to a clear indication that the establishment was ready to resort to treason to stop Trump fulfilling any kind of democratic mandate. Another respondent pointed out that the women credited with organizing this plan, Mary B. Uh, McCord is coordinating and quote effort to strip Trump of his power as commander in chief unquote. Leo says, here's what I think is happening. This article is an attempt by the deep state to gaslight American Trump supporters on the very day that the Iowa caucuses open and the election cycle begins. I believe Trump is being used as a radioactive straw man, whether he knows it or not, to further divide the country and keep our attention focused on the left-right paradigm instead of where it belongs on the globalist money, people who run the politicians, military, education, establishment, healthcare system, top religious leaders, major corporations, and media. Because they've already in infiltrated and conquered all of the above institutions. The globalists in the deep state believe now is the time to allow a politician known for America first to rise to prominence. If you know that you've already seized control of the U.S. military command structure, the FBI, CIA, NSA, and the entire federal bureaucracy, wouldn't it make sense to allow Donald Trump to run and perhaps even win? 
thereby drawing out all of the American people who share his globalist vision, anti-globalist vision. Without even knowing it, Trump will lead his followers to a slaughter just like he did on January the 6th. And what better way to draw out Trump's supporters and paint them as evil and violent than by preventing Trump from taking office or from fully exercising the duties of commander-in-chief. This will absolutely drive his followers bonkers, almost guaranteeing that some will take up arms and get slaughtered in some form of low-grade civil war. The bait is being readied. This will also give the deep state the pretense to round up non-violent Trump supporters, saying they are a danger to society and a danger to, quote, democracy, unquote. They will accuse Trump, uh, they will accuse Trumpers of the very sin they are guilty of. So that's my takeaway from this shocking NBC News article. The globalist occupiers in Washington are getting their ducks in a row, preparing to launch a crisis of some sort, timed to ramp up as we get deeper into the election season. It's always easier to claim dictatorial powers when there's a state of emergency to distract people and make them think the government is working to protect them from imminent danger. The public falls for it every time don't let them cause you to fear or have anxiety as such emotions play right into their hands let these revelations cause you to prepare mentally physically and spiritually but never to fear paul wrote in his le- in his first letter to timothy that the lord did not give us a spirit to fear but of power love and of a sound mind and he could have said a spirit but he said the spirit Oh, I read that wrong. I always read it a spirit. Well, so Paul wrote in his first letter to Timothy that the Lord did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love and of a sound mind. He could have said a spirit, but he said the spirit, which tells me he was speaking of a specific spirit. One that comes from the enemy of our souls. Pray that you don't be deceived by all the machinations of the evil one. Uh, there that are even now being planned behind closed doors folks that article is by leo homan go to leo homan h-o-h-m-a-n-n.com and go check him out show him some love go show leo some love sorry i dumped my entire cup of coffee all over the desk my keyboard the floor (laughs) my leg oh goodness folks i'm sorry about that i don't know if you heard that or not (laughs) oh my heavens um, so anyway, folks, uh, you have an idea of what they're coming to do. And, um, you know, my big thing about whole the Trump thing and the whole January the 6th, he didn't lift a finger to help them. There's still people in prison, in prison from January the 6th. And I have a dear friend, well, former friend, and um, I also think of her as, as a friend. Um, and I'm thankful that she did not go. She was upset that she didn't get to take that bus uh, January 6th from her location to, you know, Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I'm very thankful that she did not get on that bus because who knows what would have happened. Um, she's a huge Trumper. She's a Trump supporter. And um, I'm just thankful. The Lord God protected her, I think, from, you know, letting her get on that bus because, you know, a lot of, there is some here from my home, you know, my hometown, but I see for like 60, 70 miles from my house uh, from Pampa, Texas. And they, you know, they were in solitary confinement for a very long time. It's a whole family they arrested. Um, and so, um, you know, my thing is he never has never bothered to help them. I, you know, he never talks about it. And they're still in prison. You know, I'm not, y'all know me. I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not. I'm not a huge Trump supporter. Um, I do like DeSantis. I think DeSantis would do very well. 
Um, you know, but I, I'm just not, uh, you know, I, I think he's just so arrogant. And I, I just can't. Now, do I like what he did for Israel? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, do I think, I mean, I, I don't think he's the right man for the job now. I just don't think so. Um, and I know there's a lot of people who think that he is. I've got friends that are major Trump supporters. Um, but this gal in Texas, not such a big Trump supporter. I never really had, I never really was a Trump, real big Trump fan. But anyway, um, do I think uh, if he gets elected that they will probably cause it? Yes. I, I can honestly tell you from the top of people, uh, not, not the majority of my friends, but the top of people who, you know, are real big Trump supporters, you see them, they drive their pickup trucks with their flag, Trump flags flying. Those people would probably do a civil war. Uh, you know, they probably would. They would. Uh, go all out for that and um, absolutely um would i fight you know i don't know um you know that just, it just depends on what's going on um they're already taking our freedoms and um i will tell you this much i will fight for our country i definitely will and if you know if that means fighting for um our freedoms then absolutely absolutely and i i think just about everybody would would fight for freedom um, you know, the rest of the world wants to come to the United States because we are free and we're the last free beacon left and we're really not even free anymore. Um, public correctness and, um, uh, gender crap and all this stuff is pretty much taken over our society as we stand back and let it happen. You know, if you want to fight for something, we should fight for that. You know, we should fight for, uh, Tammy can be Tammy, you know, uh, don't let Tammy become Tommy. Um, stop this garbage that you're shoving down our children's throat. Um, you know, the, the, highest, the highest suicide rate is the trans community. But do you think, do you think the government cares about them? No. If they cared, they would tell them the truth. If they cared, they would allow Christianity to tell them the truth. Christians tell them the truth. No, you're who God made you. God made male and female, and that's it. That's all there is. But he loves you. He loves you very much. But do they tell him that? No. They mutilate them. Physically and mentally, they're mutilating them. And they're the highest rate of suicide. And do you think the government cares? No. No, they don't care. They don't care about you. They care about destroying this nation, destroying culture. They destroy society. That's their whole point. Satan is, he hates God and he hates everything God stands for. And just remember, you know, he's like, did God say in the beginning? You remember, did God say? Mm-hmm. He will destroy everything. Everything. And we look at the world today. Sin, of course, has crept in. And the whole world groans groans for the lord jesus to come and make it right to restore the world all creation groans animals everybody we're all waiting for christ to come and to restore everything so folks it's not going to get better it's only going to get worse and like i always say be prepared don't hoard but be prepared be prepared don't be scared god told us what was happening what was coming upon this world so Get ready, guys. Get ready. All I can tell you is uh, have Bibles. Buy extra Bibles um, wherever you can get them. You know, uh, Goodwill stores, wherever you can go get them cheap, grab them. 
grab them and leave them in places. Leave them out in the open. Get books on the tribulation. Get books on the rapture of the church. Get book everything. Whatever you can find that's biblically, doctrinally correct, get it. Leave it out for people to find. Leave them in your cars. Leave them everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, I don't know how much more I can tell you guys. I, I just know that this year something huge is going to happen. I don't know what. <laughs> but I praise the Lord coming to get us church. Oh, Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful day that would be. That's going to be, and it will be, it will be a most awesome day because the Lord Jesus is coming back for his church. He is. He promised us and he will. Nobody knows the day. Nobody knows the hour. So don't anybody fool you into that. But we do know the signs of the times because he told us when these things begin to happen, lift your head up high because your redemption draws near. Well, all these things are happening, folks. Nothing else has to happen. Everything's put in place right now for the mark of the beast, for everybody to be tracked, traced, and cashless society. And everything, everything is ready. There's nothing left. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And pretty soon, technology will far advance what the Bible has said. So, think about it. There's kind of like a timeline on that, you know? Isn't that amazing? That we're living in these days, folks. Get ready. Yeah, do your little tippy toe dance because, I mean, I'm getting ready. Our little rapture practice. Got to get rapture ready. That's right. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I'm just so thankful today. Guys, if you are following me as we read through the Bible chronologically, Thank you so much for joining me with that. I'm telling you what, it's such a blessing. I'm just absolutely loving it. Um, and right now, I'm actually reading through Acts as well. So I'm going back through the book of Acts. And um, as, oh, I'll tell you what's the beginning of the church. Woohoo! <laughs> um, guys, I'm going to get ready. I got to get everything packed up, headed up to church to get everything set up um, for tonight. Uh, pray that it goes well. Pray that my van will make it there. If you guys have been praying for my van, thank you so much, my little minivan. Um, I it finally warmed up here. We got above freezing today. Oh, it was like 60 degrees almost. I'm telling you what, me and Squirt outside in the tent, chilling. It was wonderful. Um, I was able to climb underneath the van, and it is the petcock valve, which is leaking. So that is a little valve at the bottom of your radiator. Um, and so it's a $3.99 part. So all I got to do is just drain that, and then I'll take that plug out, and then put that new one in, and praise the Lord uh it will be it'll be good to go so i think it's going to make it to church tonight and um if not i, I i've got towing i've got triple a or whatever actually let's do all state my insurance <laughs> so i've got towing so if it doesn't make it and the thing busts or whatever uh i'll have i can have it towed back home and i won't freeze so that's a good thing it's not gonna it's not gonna get below freezing i don't think tonight but anyway with that guys i'm going to get over here get ready get packed um, if you guys, one more thing, if you guys don't have a go bag in your car, in your vehicle, you need a go bag, okay? You need a go bag, get a go bag in there. If it's cold, my brother's in California, it never gets cold. <laughs> brothers are in California, which I guess is funny. Guys, it was so cold, it was 51 degrees. I'm like, 51 degrees? I mean, that's like tank top short weather where we're from, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're all sweaters and stuff i had a cousin that was in florida for a while and she's like that's sweater weather <laughs> you know not laugh i'm like okay of course you know we're like 14 below zero where we were this whole last weekend it was the cold i think that was the longest coldest streak we've had below zero it was so so cold we had wind chills like 25 below zero oh lord 
It was a little chilly. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I always say get a go bag. My mom and dad always had a go bag. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that's not just a prepper thing. Um, or, yeah, it's like, you've been to the world, people? Like, no, not the end of the world. I won't be here for that. <laughs> Praise God, he'll take us out of here for that. But you want to like with peanut butter. Or what I did was I got um, those, uh, uh, what do you call those little um, like planters? You know, they're the stucco planters. What do you call them? Terracotta. terracotta. There we go. So terracotta planters. And then, of course, I got some of those little candles, you know, little tea light candles. So I mean, if, it, if I did get stuck or something like that during that real cold weather that we had, and I was having to do dogs, you know, going over let dogs out because I don't get along with little doggies, pet sitters, and dog walkers. <laughs> if you're in the Emerald area and you need a dog walker, here we are. Um, anyway, so I carried that in the van with me with some, you know, the blanket and some little food and stuff like that. Uh, and a thermos of coffee, of course. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just be prepared. That's all I'm saying. Be prepared. Michelle, you know, I was thinking about that, that atlas, you know, we were talking about, you remember them big old atlases when we were kids that take up the whole front seat of a Buick? You could fill a pothole with them things, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, she went and picked up one and they're super small. I'm like, what happened? Like, you got to have like a magnifying glass. I'm like, what are the good old days of them big old atlases, you know? Like, dude, like four feet by five feet or something, you know, they're massive. Oh, boy. I like them things. I wish I'm, I'm you know, about hunt for one of them on ebay or something but anyway um get prepared get you some get you some atlases that uh not on your phone you know get the good old days i know you kids are like well my phone tells me where to go look if you guys remember map quest you guys remember that you had to print out them instructions you know directions to get there <laughs> or pull out the old atlas you know you'd be driving along look at the roads and you'd like and you'd highlight them with the with the with the highlighter you guys remember doing that or writing about the pen oh those were the days anyway Grab one. You might need one. <laughs> All right, guys. With that, I really am going to get out of here. So get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha, perhaps today, Art. Perhaps today. <laughs>